Welcome to TMI, Talking More About It, a podcast by Henry Ford Allegiance Health. If you haven't heard this show before, uh, it's a little bit, I'll give you a little bit of a description about it. Um, us here in the marketing department at Henry Ford Allegiance Health are on kind of a quest to become more healthy. We're interested in health topics that uh, kind of give us a better, what would you say, Andrew? A better kind of life experience? Oh, living experience and just relatable health topics. Things yeah. that not only we think about and experience, but we have a pretty good feeling that you might too. Yeah. So that over here is my co-host, Andrew, and he is joining me today to talk about a really interesting topic, something that he has some personal experience with. What's that topic, Andrew? A little too much experience, really, but uh, just back pain, low back pain specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was something that you kind of got into a little bit a couple of years ago. Can you tell us your experience? Yeah, I got in a little too deep. To be honest with you, um, you sneezed. <laughs> that was the final blow, believe it or not. <laughs> just a sneeze. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I w- was experiencing low back pain for roughly eight months, and it progressively got a little more aggressive. And I noticed my flexibility, my strength, all those important things were being limited and becoming less and less mm-hmm. <laughs> of an option for me. So, um, yeah. uh, you know. The final uh, decision was to get um, a back surgery, a microdisectomy. Hmm. And um, fast forward four years, I'm feeling great, healthy, and uh, I'm extremely happy I made that decision. You were even able to help me move some of my furniture when I moved a little bit. Yeah, all 15 of your guitars. Yeah, I have too many guitars. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, and I think this is a topic that we all are interested in i mean at times if you kind of stress out your back a little Mm -hmm. bit it's good to know some nice tips about how to make sure you're in shape and get back on track with what you're doing Mm -hmm. so we have this special opportunity working in a hospital here we can uh, you know basically talk to some of the brightest minds in medical fields we know people we know people it's kind of like when you're at like a dinner party or like an event and Mm -hmm. you see that one doctor over there and you're like oh man if i had 10 minutes to ask him anything (laughs) i would have so many questions right well we we do we have a few more than 10 minutes one thing we want to talk about though is that this is just information if you need specific medical advice please consult your own doctor or physician for more information so we have in the studio today, Dr. Bashir. Welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, could you kind of introduce yourself? Tell tell everybody a little bit about what you do and kind of your experience. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm actually relatively new to the family of uh, Henry Ford Allegiance Health. I did uh, spend a lot of my training, actually, seven years of residency at Henry Ford uh, Hospital. Uh, came in, it was a smooth transition to be actually part of this uh and for the Legion South family and the community, uh, but he's been welcoming. And uh, a lot of what I see and specialize in is uh, spine surgery, uh, minimally invasive techniques to get people back on the feet uh, quicker uh, with you know small scars, uh, minimal pain after surgery. Uh, and the same token, I definitely uh, also address patients that come in with uh, bigger uh, spinal deformity 
uh, you know, problems which require more extensive surgery. But it, it is a nice balance to be able to address both aspects of you know minimally invasive spine surgery and big deformity spine surgery. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, so, an example like Andrew's, it's mm. pretty obvious when he can't get out of bed, he needs a little bit of work done. He needs to mm-hmm. be fixed a little. Right. But what are what do um, how do you know when it's time to go in and get looked at and find out? What can be done? That, that's a good question. Let me just uh, backtrack and just give you a uh-huh. little bit of background about spine. Oh, I mean, okay. the human spine is a complex structure made out of uh, bones, uh, discs, ligaments, muscles, uh, and nerves. Anytime you have an injury, an inflammation to one of these components, you end up with back pain. Uh, it is quite a prevalent problem. Actually, it is the number one cause of disability not wow. just in the U.S., but worldwide. And uh, with that being said, uh, about 80% of the population will experience some sort of back pain during their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the good news is not a big percentage, actually a very, very small percentage of these patients with back pain require surgery. Most of the time, uh, pain improves spontaneously without you having to do anything. You know, mm-hmm. this would be the case if you sprain a muscle, uh, if you give it a few days of rest, you know, some icing, that gets better on its own. Uh, in cases where the pain persists uh, for a few weeks and you've tried and exhausted all the conservative measures that we have, which include physical therapy, uh, medicines, massages, chiropractor manipulations, and you're still having quite a bit of disability, quite a bit Mm -hmm. of pain, you're unable to perform your daily activities or uh, go about doing your work, you know, this is the time that you need to come in and see uh, a spine surgeon, and at which point you'll have that discussion of whether you need surgery or not. And surgery should never be taken lightly, you know, decision to have surgery should never be taken lightly by the patient or the physician, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's kind of amazing to think of something that's so important and central to your well-being or living or mobility, Mm -hmm. what it's made of. It's just like it moves all the time and Mm -hmm. it supports your entire structure. So it's kind of wild that it works and with how much people don't sit properly these days (laughs) and sitting in front of computers and just... It's crazy that uh, we can still walk around. That's that's true. I mean, (laughs) there are definitely things that you can do to prevent back pain. We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Essentially starts with uh, eating a healthy, balanced diet. A lot of the studies suggest that, you know, a healthy diet rich in vitamins Mm -hmm. uh, B, D, and E can definitely improve bone health and reduce Mm -hmm. inflammation. Uh, Staying active is another key component to... uh, uh, back health, you know, you never want to be bed bound. We don't recommend bed rest for more than two days mm-hmm. uh, these days. You definitely want to be active. Uh, things like yoga, uh, things like that involve cycling, or things that involve uh, strengthening your back mm-hmm. and core muscles uh, definitely help keep back pain away. Yeah. Uh, anytime uh, you know you have issues with weight gain. Uh, especially around the midsection, you can definitely shift the center of gravity and you put more stress on those joints and bones and discs in your back. So you want to avoid weight gain. 
Uh, another thing that you can do to prevent back pain is uh, if you're a smoker, you know, quit smoking. Uh, smoking is not only associated with bad things uh, when it comes to lungs and heart disease, but can definitely limit the amount of blood supply and nutrients that are getting to your uh, uh, discs and bones. Uh, and posture, like you mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. you want to be cognizant of that. You know, if you're sitting on a, uh, at a disc job all day, you want to just get up, stretch, uh, walk around. Uh, sleeping posture also, you know, if you don't have a comfortable mattress or a pillow that's too high, that can definitely lead to back pain. And small things like, you know, an overstuffed wallet can definitely shift mm-hmm. your posture because yeah. some pressure on, you know, the sciatic nerve, as some people would say. Right. Uh, so all these things can be done to prevent back pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so you've mentioned discs a couple times. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could uh, just explain a little more what, what a, a bulging disc is or a herniated disc? Uh, so discs are the pads uh, that act like cushions uh, between the bones and the spinal column. Uh, they're designed like a jelly donut. That's what I usually tell patients. So they have a soft central core, uh, what we call the nucleus pulposus. Mm. That's the shock absorbent. Uh, and that's surrounded by a tough, thickened uh, wall. Anytime you have an injury or weakening of that uh, tough wall uh, on the outside, you can have some of that soft jelly component uh, ooze out or essentially herniate out mm-hmm. uh, the disc. That in itself causes quite a bit of back pain. Uh, and that herniated disc that oozed out can definitely uh, irritate the nerves, put mm-hmm. pressure on them, and that's when you also get the sciatica or the leg pain that people come in with mm-hmm. as well too. And I suspect that's what you had, Andrew. And oh, oh, quite a bit of it, really. It was, um, you know, it started high, mm-hmm. and over time, it, it crept all the way down the side of my left leg, down to my my toes. And uh, you know, you mentioned that you've lived with that pain for eight months, and you, you would have been like an ideal surgical candidate. Which mm-hmm. you know, after having that surgery, uh, you know, you, you did. Sounds like you did phenomenally well. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, you know, the recovery for me, it it takes time. It takes patience. But the relief you get almost immediately from the corrective surgery that I had was pretty remarkable. Yeah, you were saying earlier you were, like, ready to go the next day. Uh, Tell us a little so bit about that. In a nutshell, I was injured for about eight months. Um, I was because surgery is an important decision and I was 32 at the time. So I was a little bit on the younger side. Um, I was encouraged to try physical therapy, mm-hmm. massage, um, yoga, but as it got worse, my flexibility and just my strength in general started to decrease. So uh, I made the decision to have the surgery in September and it went well. And I would say by late October, six weeks or so, I was already back in physical therapy, feeling strength coming back, Mm -hmm. um, comfort, walking, um, resumed working. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, everyone varies, but for me, it was a pretty quick um, Mm -hmm. recovery. That's great. Yeah, you mentioned physical therapy a couple of times. I mean, physical therapy does play a vital role in spine health before and after surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll notice that uh, physical therapy definitely helps alleviate back pain, maintains your flexibility and mobility, and improves function. Uh, it could be what we call passive 
physical therapy, mm. which uh, involves things that can be done to your back, such as massages, uh, ultrasound, heat therapy, or electrical stimulation. Or it could be more on the active physical therapy side where you can actually do, uh, where it focuses on stretching and exercising those uh, back and mm. core muscles. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's great. So it sounds like your back is something you really want to take care of. Do you know of any like routine things you can do to keep your back in shape? Do, do like things like supplements work or activities that you can do continuously to kind of keep that most important spine thing working? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, like I mentioned uh, briefly before, uh, some of the things that you can definitely do include, you know, a uh, balanced diet such as, right. uh, you know, focusing on a lot of greens and vegetables, uh, the vitamins, uh, the studies that have, have linked vitamin B12 and vitamin D to less inflammation and less back pain. Uh, the other things like I mentioned, you know, posture, you know, mm-hmm. proper sitting, uh, you know, uh, avoiding uh, being in a stooped or uh, hunched over position for too long. Uh, even when you're typing the ergonomics of your office mm-hmm. space, and this can definitely affect uh, your spine health and, you know, neck pain as well too. So all these things that we do and exercise, obviously staying active is key. You know, some people enjoy yoga, which focuses a lot on core muscles mm-hmm. and abdominal muscles, and that's what you want to strengthen ultimately your yeah. muscles, uh, so they can, you know, distribute the weight uh, off the discs and bones that ultimately degenerate. So you want to develop those muscles and doing things like setups, uh, doing uh, exercises, you know, on a medicine bowl and things of that mm-hmm. nature can mm-hmm. definitely, even like 15, 20 minutes a day can definitely decrease yeah. your back pain. So that explains why you have a stand-up desk, Andrew. Absolutely. And, and one of those sitting ball things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought you are just being different. I Well, I am <laughs> a little different, but um, the ball was huge. I think that was a, a good tool in keeping me active while sitting and working yeah and then i think i really made some progress when i ditched the ball and the desk all together and just stood up because that that at the end of the day made a world of difference the amount of pressure that was relieved Mm -hmm. from my low back just from standing yeah um and you know you adjust to it pretty quick like the first three weeks my legs were a little tired by the end of the day but now i feel comfortable with standing Hmm. So uh, we should be standing for this podcast. We t- actually, <laughs> I should probably stand up here in a minute. Or if you're listening to the show, you can walk around. You should definitely be standing while listening to the show. <laughs> um, part of this show is also in in addition to giving tips and and health stories, just making people feel um, comfortable in a situation that they might be feeling. So, do you have any any words or? Um, just insight from your perspective that you could give to someone that is going through back pain um, in terms of success or recovery or even just technology. I mean, uh, and how much uh, treatment for back pain has um, improved or uh, evolved over the last decade, we'll say. I mean, uh, for sure. Uh, Spine surgery has evolved quite tremendously especially in the last decade. I mean, the techniques that we've developed over the last few years actually uh, and still developing have uh, 
you know, advanced our understanding of spine and spine health. Uh, the good news is we have a comprehensive spine team actually at Henry Ford Allegiance here that starts with physical therapists, physiatrists, you know, pain specialists, and you know, neurosurgeons mm-hmm. as well too. Uh, and you mentioned uh, what things or how do you start that journey of back pain treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all starts with you know, seeing your family provider. So if you're having issues with back pain that hasn't improved with just uh, some icing, some you know, over-the-counter uh, medications like ibuprofen or Tylenol, it's not a bad idea to go seek attention, at, uh, medical attention uh, at your family physician or a family provider. Uh, the things that you want to uh, uh, start with, you know, especially someone who's young, uh, you want to start with physical therapy. We mentioned how uh, physical therapy plays a vital role in uh, spine pain alleviation and maintaining mobility. Uh, and the he- younger you are, the healthier you are, you know, the better outcome you'll have mm-hmm. when it comes to physical therapy. Uh, if that fails, you move on to the next step, which would be to uh, see someone at the pain clinic or physiatrist, at which point they can talk to you about your medication options. You know, opioids, uh, especially with the opioid academic, epidemic, is mm-hmm. are not a good option uh, anymore, and we're realizing that more and more. Uh, so you want to avoid being on opioids for any extended period of time. Uh, and, you know, seeing someone at the pain clinic, they can talk to you about your options, which usually involve... You know, things like an injection, you know, you've heard about maybe epidural steroid injections, mm-hmm. basically they, uh, they give you some medications to take down the inflammation in the spine, alleviate some of the irritation in these muscles, ligaments, and tendons that I mentioned, and nerves. Uh, that has a good chance of working, actually. Most patients with back pain uh, spontaneously resolve with some of these things that I mentioned. You know, over 80% of them improve without you know, having to need surgery. Mm -hmm. If all those things fail, you know, what we call, you know, we've exhausted conservative measures, we've tried all there is to try outside of surgery, then surgery becomes a viable option. And, uh, you know, when you talk about surgery, there's a wide spectrum of, you know, surgical Mm -hmm. procedures that can be done to the spine. And it all depends on the degree of pathology or disease that someone presents with. You know, in most cases, you know, if it's uh, a simple herniated disc, you know, at one level, you can definitely do a minimally invasive approach mm-hmm. uh, called a microdiscectomy. Involves a one-inch incision, uh, 45-minute surgery. Patients usually go home the same day, and they get tremendous uh, relief almost immediately after surgery. It's always satisfying to see someone after surgery wake up and they can say, "Doc, I could feel my toes for the mm-hmm. first time in a long, long time." Wow, absolutely. Yeah, and that that's one of my favorite memories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's it's yeah, it was a, a tough situation. A lot of pain was involved. It was tar- tough on my family, but that moment when I stood up for the first time and walked, it it honestly brought tears to my eyes because it, there was just so much worry prior to it i'm 32 mm-hmm. i can't really walk and uh i just you know went out had the surgery and yeah that relief was incredible right after it oh, that, that's that's good to hear 
Uh, and like I mentioned, you know, with, with these uh, microdiscectomies that you can do, patients are usually back up on their feet that same day and they're usually back to work in two to three weeks. Uh, this is a bit different in, uh, in contrast to some of the bigger cases that we have to do in cases, in cases with what we call completely degenerated disc, where the disc with time essentially disintegrates and disappears and you end up with that severe back pain that's usually due to what we call the bone-on-bone pain. Mm. Uh, That involves a bit more surgery. Uh, Nonetheless, most patients are usually up and happy and active at the six weeks mark, you know, they're back to work, doing well. And that's a different surgery than what you had, but Mm -hmm. it is something that we definitely do and do quite frequently here at Henry Ford Allegiance. Wow, that's pretty neat. Lots of lots of new stuff going on. Lots of options, and mm-hmm. anybody who has pain can. There's no reason they shouldn't be scared or should be scared. It's just a normal thing. It happens to everybody. Almost it is everybody. quite yeah. It is quite uh, common and prevalent. But like I said, the decision to have surgery should never be taken lightly, right. and it should definitely uh, be an option or one of your last options. And yeah. that's what we strive to do. At Henry Ford, and uh, you know, despite having the latest and greatest technology, and you know, being the first uh, to pioneer sp- uh, robotic spine surgery here in Michigan, you know, we still take a uh, conservative approach when someone presents with back pain. You know, we give them the benefit of the doubt. There are obviously some exceptions if someone comes in with weakness in the legs or uh, you know, incontinence. That usually pushes a timeline a yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Well, it's it's that's some good information. Um, yeah, very uh, great conversation. It you know, like it's been a few years since I had the surgery, so to speak to an expert about it after I've already gone through it and, yeah. and in a good place now, it's it's a nice conversation to have. <laughs> great. Well, um, thanks for joining us today, and it was really great to get your insight into all these interesting things that are going on. Um, for our listeners out there, if you want to find more of these shows, they are online. Um, you can join us on Facebook to find out exactly when we'll be putting out new ones. Um, and it should be listed in all the places that you normally find podcasts. So thanks for being part of this. And if you want more stuff, our website is henryfordallegiance.com. And thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me.